Welcome to Denver Sports Tonight. Taking a look at the biggest stories in Denver sports. From your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. DenverSports.com. Colorado and the Rocky Mountain Mile High region. What is up? It is Denver Sports Tonight. I am Cecil Lammy, and I am here to enjoy a Friday with you. I hope everyone's got big weekend plans. Four-day weekend for a lot out there, and for the people that not, well, we appreciate you as well. I know I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break uh, before the start of training camp, and it's the first time since 2021 uh, don't cry for me, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, needless to say, I am looking forward very much so to seven o'clock. Uh, I know there may be some of you out there that are saying, yeah, we're looking forward to it too. Either way, I appreciate that you are here riding along with me on Denver sports station, one Oh four through the fan. I want you to go to Denver sports and sign up for that free Denver sports daily newsletter every morning, hot and fresh, right to your inbox. Top Denver sports news delivered right to you with the knowledge and opinion that you need to know. It is denversports.com. It is at Denver sports daily. Tonight's program, I'm going to continue my conversation about fan favorites. Y'all are going to training camp. Well, at least if you've got tickets, you're going to training camp. And you need to know the names that you can start saying them right now. You're sitting down at a bar. You're having some cold pops, right? And this is what the fellas are going to do. You want to be able to be like Marco Polo, right? I saw her first. I saw him first. And the way you do that is through the fan favorite knowledge I'm going to give you right here on tonight's program. So you can start talking about Taylor Grimes. And then when your buddy who, like, maybe, you know, uh, listens to classical music or something, maybe he's not as tuned in as he needs to be. In middle of August, your buddy's going to be talking about, did you see that Taylor Grimes guy? And you'd be like, yeah, that's the dude I told you about in June. So you want to be ahead of the curve. And for whatever reason, I don't know why it is like this with humanity. We always like to be, you know, discover the uh, undiscovered bands, right? I remember when Metallica got big and they had their first music video for one. And I knew people that thought they were a sellout because they listened to them since the you know, a tra- Trapped Under Ice single <laughs> or something like that, right? Creeping, I got the Creeping Death EP that has Dave Mustaine on cassette. Like, uh, okay, calm down there, Kahotech. But for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, uh, but sports fans and just people in general, like you, you like to be first. You like to be on board right from the ground floor and say, I knew about this guy when nobody else was talking about him. I knew about this guy when everyone was talking about somebody else, but I knew that guy wasn't the guy. I knew this other guy was the guy. Do you get it, guy? I hope you do. But either way, Taylor Grimes is a player from Incarnate Word, a Texas kid like Marvin Mims Jr. I believe they played against each other. I haven't asked Marvin or Taylor uh, about that, but they definitely... Uh, seem to have a close relationship. And when it first starts, you see Taylor Grimes out there. This is going back to rookie minicamp. You're like, okay, you know, whatever, slot guy, return guy. Yeah, you know, I've, I've seen this a zillion times, right? And for whatever reason, whatever reason you may pick, uh, Denver fans seem to love the Kevin Caspers, the Jordan Taylors, right? Like, they seem to love their slot receiver 
and and not even not the stars like a Brandon Stokely or Wes Welker, okay? Not not that level. Y'all love those guys too. But y'all seem to love that like under the radar receiver that's got no chance for anything. I don't think Taylor Grimes is one of those guys. I think he's got a chance to make some plays. Now maybe it's reserved, maybe never catches a pass in the NFL, whatever. All I know is what I've seen and I what I can tell you about is I don't think he dropped a pass in rookie minicamp in OTAs and in mandatory minicamp. I don't think he dropped a single pass. Now, maybe I'll get in trouble for saying that. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'm telling you part of my observations. And Taylor Grimes, number 13. You're going to know him. You're going to love him. And he's going to be the guy you are all tweeting about. Compose the tweet right now. Go to Facebook or whatever social media that you want to use. Go on Instagram and say how much you love Taylor Grimes right now because come August, you're going to look like a prophet. And I don't mean my man Prophet who calls into sports radio. Shout out Prophet. Uh, I mean, you're going to look like a prophet. You're going to look like Nostradamus because you were talking about Taylor Grimes. You're talking about Jaquan McMillan. I said it earlier on the drive with Derek Wolf and Matt Smith. Uh, Jaquan McMillan is going to push for the starting job. And he's got that dog in him like Chris Harris had that dog. And I understand. And if I may take a little bit of a side note and a little bit of a diatribe here, I cannot stand when people say it doesn't matter. When they say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that, Cease? Yeah, yeah. Jaquan McMillan, whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah. Did they have pads on? Did the game matter? Were they keeping stats? Like, okay, listen here, aloha. I've watched this game long enough. And I've been a credentialed media member for 20 years, humble brag. Um, If I say, and if I tell you Jaquan McMillan is making plays, it's because the dude can play. Okay? doesn't mean I'm right about everybody. I got plenty of misses. I talk about the misses. I don't shy away from misses. Whatever. But sit down and shut up. Because all those people that say, like, preseason doesn't matter. It doesn't count, but it matters. Don't be a moron. Okay? Preseason doesn't count, but it does matter. What do you say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what? Preseason? Yeah, that doesn't matter. Well, does it matter to the guys trying to make it? Does it matter to the KJ Hamlers who had to rework his deal just so he hopes that he can make the team? Does it matter then? Like, seriously. And it doesn't mean when I praise Jaquan McMillan for his performance this offseason, which has been outstanding, by the way. He's pushing for a starting job, everybody, okay? I'm not going to tell you that if he's some slappy that's working with the third team. We're talking about a player nobody's talking about yet that is pushing for a starting job opposite passer 10. Guess who's going to get a lot of passes thrown his way? It's called Jaquan McMillan, okay? So when I say this kind of stuff, it's not because, you know, it's third string and, wow, look at that guy. No, 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 okay? You have a significant player making significant plays in a significant role that he's pushing for the starting job. So when people are like preseason doesn't matter, training camp doesn't matter, minicamp doesn't matter, it it's levels of how much it matters, okay? The regular season means everything. The W's that you're trying to eat, like Jameis, those mean everything. But I'll tell you this, preseason, you can tell some things there. Training camp, you can tell some things there. I remember seeing a young Clinton Portis in Greeley. I've told the story before when I'd skip out of work. Sorry, boss. Um, I would skip out of work early so I could go to training camp at Greeley. Just write down 85, hopefully not get a speeding ticket. Um, but, like, yeah, you see that talent when that's a young player and you're just like, oh, that, you know, 
that's special. That's something different. And the, the list is countless. I said during, I believe it was the second day of training camp, because a lot of people have always asked me, like, why were you and C.J. Anderson so close? And, K.J., I want the record to show I took nine minutes before I said C.J. Anderson's name. That might be a record. Anyway, so people have asked me, like, why were you and C.J. Anderson so close? And I said, because of his mom. And they said, well, what, what did C.J. Anderson's mom have to do with the reason you guys became, like, such good friends? I said, because she was listening to ESPN Radio when I was on ESPN Radio and ESPN Denver. And I said at the time, this is the year they take Monte Ball, by the way. Okay, significant. Might want to hold on to that. Like, the year they take the back that is supposed to be the guy. I saw two days of training camp, and I went on air on national airwaves on ESPN radio, and I said, C.J. Anderson's the best back here. Like, I know they drafted Monte Ball, but C.J. Anderson's the best back here. His mom was listening, and she told him, and the next day C.J. came up to me, and we struck up a conversation, and we developed a friendship because he loved comic books and Batman and Sonic and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, yeah. And, again, it doesn't mean I'm right about everything. Please stop it. Okay, I think it's ridiculous. You do so arrogant. Like, well, okay, what do you want me to tell you? Nothing. I don't know. I just I watched practice every single practice every day. Watched it for three hours. I can't tell you anything because I just don't know. You want to listen to that, or you want to listen to someone who's watched a lot of ball and says, "Hey, Jaquan McMillan can make plays." And you know what, Demari Mathis can make plays. This is a really great problem for the Broncos to have because you got passer ten, lock it down, number one corner in the national. Football league, no question. Okay, boom, done. Pastor Tan over there, whatever, what's up? Now that competition, and these guys won't compete for K1. K1 is arguably the best slot corner when he's healthy, gets a little bit banged up, whatever is whatever. But like, this isn't for the number three corner. This is for the number two corner. This is for that guy when you're doing a water boy and a kicker and you're looking down the line, you're trying to find that guy to pick on. It's that guy. That's You're not throwing at Sutan. If you're Justin Herbert, you already learned that. If you are Patrick Mahomes, you just don't do that. You know, if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, you'd be lucky to have a job come August. But either way, you know the other guy opposite Sutan is going to get a lot of work, and I'm saying it could be Jaquan McMillan. So I want you to be ahead of that curve. I want you to be talking about him. I want you to go look up his, uh, you know, skill set. East Carolina, go watch some YouTube highlights, although it was Ozzie Newsom. God bless Ozzie Newsom, by the way. I always used to love when Ozzie and Ted Thompson, it was like a competition between the three of us who could be up earliest for the weigh-in at the Shrine game every year at whatever whatever resort. I almost said Bahia Resort. That's in San Diego, but whatever resort, Tradewinds Resort in Tampa. Shout out. Um and it would be like a competition, you know, five fifty-five. There's me and Ted Thompson and Ozzie Newsom grabbing a cup of Joe and ready to sit down and watch some damn football. Okay? And Ozzie Newsom told me years ago, he's like, Don't YouTube scout. I wasn't. Well, maybe I did a little. <laughs> Cause sometimes the resource, um, you know, you you don't have all the necessary tools. Now I do, because I have uh access to college football all twenty two. Uh, via scouting buddies and, and via team access, but um, through Exos. But like back then, it was just like catches, catch can, and try to watch film, record games. Um, that's why I always give credit. I think one of the best draft analysts out there is Dane Brugler. And Dane Brugler with The Athletic, 
uh, top top in the top of the world. Um, I've known him since he was like eighteen. I remember when he worked for college football games. When he started working for NFLDraftScout.com, he wasn't getting paid because he was like intern or whatever. And don't get me started. I know there's a lot of people that get upset. Like we work for free. Like okay, I worked for four years for free to get into radio, and I would do it again because I want to be in radio. Okay, and it doesn't mean that we intern, whatever. I don't want to start that conversation because I know people get all bent out of shape about it. But my point is, Dane Brugler worked for college football games. He was paid in hard drives, like terabyte hard drives of every college football game, just so you could watch it. So what's my point? My point is this. Yeah, sure. At a time, I would YouTube scout. And Ozzy told me, he's like, don't YouTube scout. So you know what I have done since Ozzy Newsom told me that? And this is probably like 2000, 2012. I think it was 2012. When Ozzy Newsom told me that, you know what I haven't done? YouTube Scout. So this isn't YouTube Scout, like whatever. Although if you want to see Jaquan McMillan, you have to go to YouTube, right, to see the film. But my point is, as I go all over the place on this Friday, is like, man, alive, you got a ton of talent. You got real tough decisions coming up for the Broncos. All right? And you've got a talented corner, very physical corner in Damari Mathis, who isn't as feisty Jaquan McMillan's kind of annoying, okay? Let me just put it that way, and I mean it in a good way. Uh, he's one of my favorite young Broncos, okay? Um, definitely stamp of approval on this kid because he just doesn't stop bothering the wide receivers. He's annoying. He's a dog. He's always in their back pocket, and even if it's a large receiver, let's say, for example, since I can't tell you what I saw, just as an example, I'm not telling you what I saw, what if he is guarding Cortland Sutton or Tim Patrick? You know what he'd do? He wouldn't back down. And he's little. He's not that little, but he's a smaller corner. You know what I mean? And he does not back down from the challenge. He's got my ball mentality like a receiver. Like, this kid can make plays. So when you're at, out at training camp and you're going through and you're looking at your favorite players, I think Jaquan McMillan is going to be one of those favorite players to be sure. Y'all love Russell Wilson and you love Javante and – yeah, you love Jerry Judy or whatever. Cool, cool. That's all good. And in the secondary, you love Pat Sertan. Great. That's awesome. But if you want to know about a guy that could start this year that nobody's talking about, it's Jaquan McMillan. And that's the great resource for me as a sports fan and, and a football fan specifically. Like, sports radio has always been the greatest because these are the tidbits that as a sports fan you look forward to. Okay, some big name move, you're obviously going to have an opinion. You're going to have an opinion. We're going to have an opinion, okay? But it's that sort of knowledge or wisdom or heads up. Hey, heads up, Jaquan McMillan, he's going to make plays, right? Hey, heads up, Jaquan McMillan, he might start. And this is June, we're talking about it, okay? And he's got a lot of work to do. It's not over. It's not like he's sad in the starter right now. Again, Damari Mathis is probably the favorite to start. But they're not just going to give him the job. And one of the best things about this Sean Payton staff, and maybe it's a... You might be shocked to know I might be overacting a little bit. Because maybe it's just Hackett was so bad and so unprofessional and so clownish, allegedly, or whatever I have to say, so I don't get in trouble. Don't be mean. Like, okay, I'm not going to be mean to Nathaniel Hackett. Life, you know, life's too short, baby. Light and sweet, baby. But, like, we all know Nathaniel Hackett, his antics were clown-like as the head coach. Okay? 
So I don't know if it's that reaction, but just seeing Sean Payton in charge, seeing Vance Joseph out there as DC now, much more steady. Uh, actually has power that he didn't have as a head coach because they wouldn't let him have power. Anyway, um, seeing the adults in charge, I know this. Hey, Jerry Judy, you're not a really post route, no, 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 corner, no. But this out route, man, this drag route, this screen pass, like this staff is putting guys in the best place to make plays that they can make. And it sounds revolutionary, but it's actually quite simple. Hey, what do you do good? Let's do that. What do you not do good? Let's not do that. That's what this staff is doing. So with Jaquan McMillan, and he can do a lot, okay? Now, maybe red zone, you throw it up to the big guys, and they body him up, right, and they boss him up a little bit. But he's never going to go away. He's probably going to get called for some penalties because I'm not saying he's grabby, all right? Uh, this isn't Sauce Gardner out there getting grabby, but, like, Jaquan McMillan is um, annoying. He doesn't go away. He's always in your back pocket. He's always feisty. He's always just kind of pissing you off if you're a wide receiver. And he's going to make plays out there, and he's going to push for the starting job. Because they're, this staff, outside of probably Pat Sertan, this staff has gone to the players. And you could tell by the way they are performing on the field. It's not any sort of favorites. There's no it's a new staff. There's no favorites. There's no, hey, well, Elway took you with the third-round pick or whatever. No, no, no. If you can play, you can play. That's why Sean Payton, he's talked about it. Like, he loves the idea of your Pierre Thomases, your undrafted guys that can just show up and make plays. And I think it was Antonio Pittman. It was Antonio Pittman that the Saints drafted a... Was that 07 or 08? My brain, everybody. But, like... Sean Payton talked about it. Like, we drafted a back, and then we got to camp, and the undrafted kid looked better. He was talking about Antonio Pittman. Anyway, it was 07? Okay, so I was right. Hey, there you go. What do you know, everybody? Um, so Antonio Pittman was drafted by the team. Uh, fourth round, third round. Fourth. Fourth. Oh, there we go. Right again. Okay. Say, I don't know anything else. Someone's out there like, why don't you talk about the Rockies? And I'm like... Because I don't know anything about that. Why? Because I know Antonio Pittman was drafted in 2007 in the fourth round. This is the show, everybody. Talk about NBA free agency. Uh, go to the website. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I know I was called by a dear friend, a one-trick pony at one time, but the best trick is football, <laughs> right? If I'm going to be a one-trick pony, and I'll own that, I'll wear that badge, whatever. Oh, Lammy, you're a one-trick pony. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know as much as I possibly can about football because that's what moves the needle. That's the bottom line. 20 minutes before I went pro wrestler. Anyway, when you have Sean Payton highlighting how these guys, I'm telling you about Jaquan McMillan, right? Undrafted last year, East Carolina, whatever is whatever. This dude can make plays. This dude could start this year. He could start this year. Not only because of his skill set and his playmaking ability and the fact that he's feisty, it's also the fact that Sean Payton doesn't look at you as a draft number. Sean Payton, who's an actual real head coach, and again, damn it, Nathaniel Hackett. Damn you, Nathaniel Hackett, and the coaching staff that was here last year, and Butch Berry being awful to his players. Like, damn that whole situation. 2022, I wish we could have exercise the demons. I wish we could have an exorcist for last year. At you, whatever the health training center was last year. Now it's Centura Health Training Center. Much better. Things are much better. 
because you have a coach in place that goes, hey, 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 you can make plays. Go make plays. He doesn't have a guy who's out there being a clown or sucking up to his quarterback or whatever I got to say. I'm not mean. But, like, it's just so blessed refreshing that this team has adults that are calling the shots because a guy like Jaquan McMillan can come in and start and not because he's Peyton's guy. He's not. He picked up, They picked him up last year. If it was Peyton's guy, it'd be someone like Art Green, the undrafted kid from Houston, who I think could make the active roster as well. At least the practice squad. He's got some great length. This secondary is stacked. Absolutely stacked. Pass rusher, I got some concerns. Secondary, stacked. Absolutely. I'm talking about Art Green. Art Green might not make the team, but the, the, the kid can play. And I want at least a practice squad spot reserved for that young man. Fantastic undrafted free agent. And this team, if there's one team in the league that you could trust for undrafted free agents, it is the Denver Broncos. Is it not? Thomas Incombe could make this team undrafted this year. Jaleel McLaughlin, I'm going to tell you about him in a little bit, could make the team this year. This team knows how to find talent from the undrafted ranks. And if you look at Sean Payton, whether it's Marcus Colston's seventh-round pick from Hofstra, okay, 2006 Shrine game in San Antonio. Um, Greg Jennings was there. Marcus Colston was there. There seemed like one other, one other pro that kind of made a name at that game. Anyway, point is this. Marcus Colston was a seventh-round pick, and they just, they're like, he's fantastic. Let's play him. All you have to do is make plays. And this team will reward you with opportunity. And isn't that what all players ask for? At the end of the day, all players want is that chance. They don't want the politics. I'm not talking about that, so don't get all sensitive, please, for the love of God. <laughs> What's, uh, uh, don't be in a cult. Yeah. How about that? I'm talking about the politics in football. You don't want the politics of like, oh, where you were drafted by Sean Payton and I wasn't drafted by Sean. It doesn't matter. Sean Payton had cut every pick he drafted if the other guys were better. It doesn't matter. With Sean Payton, it's about, can you, can you play for me? Can you do what I ask you to do? And that's the greatest thing about this season. This season about, isn't about a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. The Broncos aren't going to win the Super Bowl this year. But damn it, Broncos football is back. Accountability is back because you have someone in the building that'll say it's not good enough. Not someone who will sit around and be like, I don't know. Need I bring up Paxton Lynch? Why did this team stick it out so long with Paxton Lynch? Behind the scenes, they knew the kid wasn't going to make it, okay? And I'm not going to talk about, it's the brain power coach. Like, I'm not going to talk about that, all right? We all know the shortcomings of one Paxton Lynch. Here's why I want him to play over Trevor Simeon. One, Trevor is not the long-term answer. Shout out, Trevor. Nice enough guy. Whatever. But I wanted the first-rounder to play because when I heard the stuff about him that I heard, I was like, oh, God, get him out there. (laughs) Get him out there. Because the last thing you want to do is extend a bad decision. Obviously, it was a bad decision to draft Paxton Lynch. You compounded that bad decision by just pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off. Can we get another coaching staff? I mean, poor Vance Joseph. Poor Vance Joseph, right? Can you play Paxton? Do I have to? Well, kind of. 
I don't really want to. Well, you kind of have to. Like, no. They, they should have, one, not drafted him, but they, they should have talked to him before the draft. Uh, it didn't take long, everybody. Um, one of the, one of my big mistakes is people always say, bring up Paxton. I was like, yeah, I didn't talk to him at the Combine. I should have. It doesn't mean I would have changed my grade because physically the physical skill set was there. It's just, okay, do you, do you have everything? It, it's more than physical. There's a lot of mental in this game, obviously, with the quarterback position as well. But you don't compound a bad decision just because of draft status. Can you play or can you not play? Sean Payton's here to find out. I'm Cecil Lammy. This is Denver Sports Tonight. You want to keep up to date on everything that's going on in NBA free agency? Well, good thing we got DenverSports.com and that Denver Sports Daily. All the top sports news from the Mile High City right to your inbox every single morning. That's a Denver Sports Daily. It's available at DenverSports.com. There's acceleration. And then there's a more important skill. I'm going to tell you about re-acceleration and which Broncos back has the best. We'll get into that next. Well, we appreciate you, man. Um, who's the comedian that always does the videos in front of the like the IKEA green screen, and then he's like, "That wasn't that price online." Well, where are you right now? Like that guy, because <laughs> he does one. It's like, well, I can't believe they made you work on Thanksgiving. It's like, well, you, I can't believe you're here. Ah, <laughs> uh, know who you're talking about? Yeah, that about. dude with the mustache. Oh. Yeah, I don't know his name. Um, he's not Trevor Wallace. That's the no, other dude no, that no, does no. like uh, people that back into their parking spots and everything, which I think I did today. Anyway, uh, shout out Trevor Wallace. I, I feel like that because when I worked at a gas station years and years ago, um, and people had come in on the holiday, like I can't believe they're making you work on Fourth of July, like. Dude, I make like six bucks an hour. Are you kidding me? Like, seriously, of course I'm going to work today. So uh, shout out everyone out there. Uh, never, ever going to forget uh, the blue-collar workers out there and uh, the people that have to work all the time, you know. Uh, it's outstanding. So make sure you have a good work-life balance. The reason I bring this up is because tomorrow is my first day off since 2021. Uh, that's probably a bad thing, right? So I want to know. I'm going on a little road trip during the month of July. Um, so give me some good road trip destinations. Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. Don't make it too long. I just drove back from Oregon last weekend uh, picking up my daughter from college, and it's like I did 15 hours in one day. That was too long. That was too long. From Portland to Rock Springs, Wyoming, that was too long of a road trip. Uh, the the drive from Rock Springs to Denver wasn't bad. It was like six hours. That was, that's good, right? Um, so give me like road trip ideas. What's within the closest, you know, I, I've been to Moab a few times. Moab's like a perfect road trip cause it's, it's long, but it's not too long. So when you get there, you still want to do a bunch of stuff and there's a bunch of stuff to do in Moab, Moab. So give me some road trip ideas, no matter what direction you're going in. Let me know, um, you know, if there's something I should see over the, course of the three weeks in July that I will be off, let me know. 303-713-1043. KJ, if you could have the text line up, please. Because <laughs> I'm too lazy today to put it up, put it up in the studio. No, not in the studio, in, in there. But anyway, like, um, yeah, send me some suggestions, man. Where do you go if you like a little road trip? You know what I mean? Like, where are you headed? I might drive out. I got a buddy of mine that has an antique store in, like, Iowa. I might go out there. He has comic books. Especially if it's comic books. 
This is how bad I am. I contacted Troy Hansford. Shout out Troy Hansford. Uh, the other day, I was like, hey, Troy, um, how's it going? Good to talk to you. Do you know anyone that has comic books? Because <laughs> I buy collections. And uh, I was watching some YouTube video, and the, the guy was like, you got to know a realtor because they know where the estate sales are, and they know where the comic books are. And I was like, not only do I know a realtor, I know Troy Hansford. He's the man. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I just thought it was funny. He was very gracious. It's kind of just out of the blue, right? Hey, how's it going? Do you have any comic books? <laughs> so I'm always that guy. So, yeah, I'm my, on my road trip looking for some Spider-Man, right? It's Fan Expo this weekend. Shout out to all my fellow nerds, and I say that lovingly, that are going to be kicking it in the Mile High City, cosplaying in the Mile High City, and hopefully staying safe downtown in the Mile High City at Fan Expo. And I, I just wish it was more about comic books. Again, super nerd. Anyway, tell me where I should road trip. Give me some ideas. I actually will drive the Shelby. Do you know, KJ, I have not driven my Shelby since November of 2021. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. I can show you a live shot right now. Now, I, I have the cover on it most of the time. And I will start it up, back it out, and wash it, right? And then put it back in the garage. But, yeah, I will actually drive the Shelby this year. Can you believe it? Hey, it's time. It's time. It's time. I think Nick's still mad at me because I didn't let him ride in the Shelby. But either way, I'll swing by and pick you up, Nick. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, send me some road trip ideas. 303 uh, The reason I bring up acceleration is because real acceleration is more important. Listen, it's the NFL, baby. Um, everybody's fast. Well, maybe not everybody. But most everybody's fast. You know what I mean? If you get to the NFL, it's not because you have a lack of acceleration. So there's a lot of things I believe we need to put to bed, right? One, it's 40 time. 40 times are dumb. And there's a lot of decisions that are made. Hell, John Ross got drafted in top 10 uh, because of his 40 time. Now, it was record, record setting. It was 4-2 and, um, you know, I kind of expected that. I think that was the year I made Joel Clapp mad at me because uh, Mike Evans baited me into making fun of Clapp for having Connor Cook as a first-round quarterback. But anyway, so John Ross, terrible decision to draft him based on the 40 time. It's not acceleration. And the reason I bring up reacceleration is this. Did you know the Denver Broncos have the all-time college football leading rusher on their roster right now? Sounds pretty good, right? Well, it is pretty good. Because from Youngtown State to the Denver Broncos, it's Julio McLaughlin, undrafted kid who has some of the best reacceleration I've ever seen from a running back. Now, if we want to talk about wide receivers, then you get into the, you know, Tyreek Hill type of conversation. The reacceleration there for Tyreek is is instant and it's it's amazing. Uh, but for running back, you know, usually you got the you got the power of Javante, and Javante's never been a speed guy. I didn't love Javante Williams. He wasn't my number one back because of acceleration. That's not his game. Samaj P. Ryan, that's not his game. I appreciate Tony Jones Jr. from Notre Dame. He's a good all-purpose back, but that's not his game necessarily. He's more of a three-down, good-at-everything type of guy. Maybe not great in terms of speed or not great in terms of power, but he can do it all. And I appreciate that. I like Tony Jones. He could make the team, be the third guy. 
But why not Jaleel McLaughlin? Because this guy is an inside-out runner. He has great reacceleration, not acceleration. I mean, his acceleration is off. It's, it's instant. Like if he gets a glimpse of daylight, if he gets a crack of daylight, he's gone, gone. I'm watching him on the field with NFL speed. Now, he did play, even though it was Youngstown State, he did play like a Kentucky. So he's he's competed against SEC athletes, and he made those guys look silly. I think there was a screen pass. He probably took that uh, 60 yards, almost scored. Guy had an angle. A deep, deep player had an angle on him. But we're talking about a player with significant speed and reacceleration. So what is reacceleration? You're going to accelerate. You're going to make that cut. How fast can you burst out of making that cut? Because there's a lot of guys, and I always bring up Trump Candidate from Arizona, a draft pick of the St. Louis Rams, uh, and he was a first-round pick when they had Marshall Falk. <laughs> so it was like, what are you doing? So Trunk Candidate was like a 4-2 guy. Again, 40-time. Please, everybody, stop. Trunk Candidate was a 4-2 guy, but when he stepped to – to change direction, he took like five steps because he was so fast to slow down to change direction. You have like a one, two, three, four, five, and then cut. Marshall Falk, not as fast, probably more of a four, four guy. He'd be a one step go, and he had good acceleration. Jaleel McLaughlin has crazy speed. Like he's literally a blur on the field, literally. Who is that? What? Oh, that's Jaleel McLaughlin. Again, fan favorite. Put the name down. Jaquan McMillan, put the name down. Write it down. Jaleel McLaughlin, write it down. This guy can make plays, and it's not just the fact that he's fast. It's that when he is forced to change direction, he doesn't really lose speed. He's dangerous, dude. And dudettes, he's dangerous. I'm getting chills talking about him. This kid is incredible because it's one cut and boom, he's Gone. He's out of there. And as a receiver, he's a receiving threat. Now, some guys, and I like Samaj P. Ryan. He's my motorboat rookie of the year. Samaj P. Ryan, I like him. He's a good receiver out of the backfield in addition to being a power runner. Respect, right? Respect. But Samaj P. Ryan's more of like a screen pass, swing pass type of guy. Maybe a Texas route type of guy. And I give him a lot of credit. He's rounded out his game because he wasn't that guy coming out of OU. Boomer! You better say sooner. Anyway, so Samaji P. Ryan, like, he's a good receiver out of the backfield. Jaleel McLaughlin is a great receiver. There's a difference. He can run routes. He is capable of playing the slot. I don't think he will. I'm not going to tell you if I saw that or not at mandatory minicamp. All I know is Jaleel McLaughlin has the skill to not just be a screen pass or swing pass guy. He has the skill to run routes like a receiver. Nobody's going to keep up with him. You better have the fastest of fastest corners on him. And nobody's going to have a corner. You're going to have a safety or a linebacker on him. They're dead. What is it, uh, Dash in The Incredibles? <laughs> when he's like, we're dead. Oh, I can't believe it. We're dead. Like, yeah, that's it. You did Jaleel McLaughlin one-on-one. You're crushed because he's gone. And you're done. As a defender, you're done. You might as well personally wet yourself on the field. You got no chance, okay? Somewhere stinks, nod his head like, yeah, pee your pants. Do it.
I dare you. Jaleel McLaughlin can play, and I cannot wait until he becomes a fan favorite out at training camp. Don't know if he's going to make the team. Um, practice squad is where he seems to be bound. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he does make the team. I hope he's the Broncos' number three back. I hope that Jaleel McLaughlin can get on the field because all due respect to Tony Jones, all due respect to Tyler Batty, Badi, Baday, Batty, he's he's got some skill too and some speed. Really, really speed. Look at that 24 yard against the Chargers last year, Week 18 touchdown. By the way, Jaleel McLaughlin is a difference maker. And again, back to Sean Payton. Can you play? You're gonna play if Sean Payton thinks you can play. It's Denver Sports Tonight. I'm Cecil Lammy. Tying a bow on Friday's episode next. I am Cecil Lammy. Denver Sports Tonight. Go to denversports.com and sign up for that Denver Sports Daily. You want to stay up to date with what's going on in NBA free agency? Denversports.com. All of our NBA draft coverage, NHL draft coverage, Rockies coverage, CU, what's up? Coverage and of course your Broncos content. Our training camp previews are going on this week. Myself and Andrew Mason also going through that on Orange and Blue today, which you can watch at three thirty every single day, Monday through Friday. It is on our YouTube, Facebook, Twitter channels, and we appreciate you for watching. So KJ, I asked the listeners via the RamosLaw.com text line three zero three seven one three one zero four three to give me some ideas for road trips, and we've got. Some really good ideas. Read me a couple of your favorites here, KJ. I got you. Um, so from the 3792, they said stop by White Sands National Monument in New Mexico. I've never been there. Me so either. I might have to take my Jeep down there. Okay, let's let's keep it rolling. What else we got? All right. So, And I'm going to throw this random one in here. Someone says stop <laughs> by Grand Junction and then go to Palisade. Okay. So I was like, all right. Okay. okay well. Grand Junction and Palisade. Got it. South Dakota is getting a lot of love. They want you to stop by Sturgis and, you know, just take a drive, you know, stop by the casinos. They want you to lose all of your money. Ah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. You know. I, don't, I don't necessarily like that. When I had my cross rockets, <laughs> plural, um, I remember they used to tell me, because I had buddies that were like Harley guys or bikers, and they were like, yeah, we're going to hang your bikes from the tree at Sturgis. Like, don't ride your cross rocket. Now I've heard differently, like, I don't know if bikers have calmed down or just gotten old, <laughs> but like they actually like you'll see a few crotch rockets. It's, mo- it's mostly for hogs and choppers and stuff. And I sold my chopper years ago. You want to talk about regret? And I did it because riding a motorcycle in Denver sucks. Riding in the mountain is great. Riding in the city sucks. I wrecked it right here in the parking lot. You know how when you leave when you go to Orchard, yeah, some dude was like in the middle of the exit here at the at the building. And so I went in, and, you know, on a motorcycle, you kind of got to swing around. And it was a chopper. So I drag pipes on it, and you got to kind of swing it around. And so I go, and I didn't see him, and I swung it around, and I hit hit his front end. I just dropped it, basically. And then he got out. I was like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. So, yeah, I sold my chopper years ago. But, yeah, okay, Sturgis, getting some love. And then is it Telluride? We're getting a lot of Telluride love. Telluride is definitely, they want you to not only stop by Telluride, but they they want you to take the highway and they want you to just travel from Telluride to whatever's there between Utah and Colorado. Yeah, yeah. We have to take the million dollar highway is what they call it. Million dollar highway. That sounds good, man. Good road trip, good music, right? I, 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 you know, and again, I just drove back from Portland last week in two days, but like. A good road trip, 
some tunes, highway, rumble of the engine. Like, sounds like a good time to me. Um, so, yeah, take a little break. It's called July, and it's called actual time off. So thank you for that. And then training camp gets here, and I'll be underwater again. And I won't be answering my phone. Although, KJ, my phone only makes noise for certain people. You are one of the people, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Cease, you're so kind, man. <laughs> you're buttering me up. I feel like I got some on the other side after the show. Is uh, like, I don't know. I'm telling you, like, Do Not Disturb was the greatest discovery I've ever had in my entire life. I was like, wait a second. I can put my phone on Do Not Disturb and just say it only makes noise for people I want to make noise. Thank you. All right. There you go. That's a wrap for Denver Sports tonight. Appreciate everyone for riding along. Again, check out denversports.com. I want you to go there. We don't have any damn paywalls, so go to denversports.com. Read it all. Read everything. Read until your heart's content. Watch our videos all up in the videos. We've got Coffee Break with Rachel V. Hill. we got Orange and Blue Today with myself and Andrew Mason. Those are every day Monday through Friday. We appreciate you. Shout out Jake Shapiro and Will Peterson and James Merrillat and Rachel V. Hill and Andrew Mason and Cecil Lammy and Zach Lazarus. We got it all for you right there. DenverSports.com. He's KJ. He's my man. I'm Cecil Lammy saying stay tuned. Stay frosty.